Welcome to the Self-Growth Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Marie, a courage coach, creative soul, and adventure seeker. Since thru-hiking the Pacific Crest Trail in 2019, I'm on a mission to help you embrace your most confident self so you can achieve your dreams too. If you're eager for deep conversations, big questions, and meaningful connections, join me on the quest to discovering how we can create a more magical and memorable life. Hello, nerds! How are you? I am actually really good. And today I want to record a quite a personal episode to update you on where I'm at and reintroduce myself. The idea of a reintroduction came from Africa Brooke, who is a thought leader living in London that I really look up to. She has a podcast called Beyond the Self, and she she reintroduced herself and I thought, brilliant, I'm going to do it too because I've changed a lot, I've evolved a lot, my identity has shifted in massive ways in the last month, and um, and I want to tell you about it. Now, the biggest shift is one that I worked on with my coach. Uh, we're done working together now, but it was wonderful, Chris Hale. He's the only Chris Hale on Instagram. I've just been doing some name dropping, haven't I? With Chris, we have been working on owning my desires, on being okay with wanting what the F I want. Part of my identity was being super independent and finding pride in being a low maintenance kind of person, but that was a way to protect myself from rejection. Because if you don't have any needs, if you're not asking anyone for anything, then they cannot turn you down. They cannot say you're too much. If you're easy to be around, then everyone wants to be around you, right? That's what I was unconsciously doing and I am done. There is no pride whatsoever in being low maintenance. I think actually for me, it was a sign of uh, not knowing myself deeply. When you don't know yourself deeply, it's easy to be like, oh, I'm easygoing. I can shapeshift. I can adapt to whoever I'm with. It's kind of like saying, um, let's say you're with a group of friends and they ask, oh, where do you guys want to eat? What kind of food do you want to eat tonight? And you're like, oh, I like anything. I like all sorts of restaurants. I don't mind. I'm easy. I'm just going to follow you wherever you go. And then you go somewhere and you end up semi-satisfied. But, you know, you can't really say anything because you were so open to to begin with. But you're like kind of low-key frustrated with yourself. That's, That's what was going on. That's because I was not, I hadn't done the work of developing my palate, if we're sticking to the food example, of of owning my preferences, like saying, actually, I really, really love Asian food. I like fish. I like salad. I like fresh, healthy meals. I don't like uh, warm, hearty, heavy food. I don't like junk food. Because when you're stating what you don't like, 
you uh, open yourself up to um, disagreement, to people disagreeing with you, to people maybe being offended. And because I wanted to be liked and approved of, it was just better, it was just safer for me to, to like everything and to have very few needs or pretend I had very few needs. But in the last few years, I started getting to know myself so much more. Actually, since I went and through-hiked the Pacific Crest Trail, when I came back, I started prioritizing my, my growth so much more and getting to know myself. And that's when you start feeling out of alignment with what you had welcomed into your life before from, a, from an unexamined place, from a place of lack of self-awareness. You start seeing, oh, actually, this person or these people or this activity, this hobby, this place, this is not me. I am getting to know me, my essence, and this is not me. And that's when you have to make tough decisions and have hard conversations. So an exercise that I've, I have done that I really suggest that you do is creating a list of your desires. And I want you to do it from a place of almost rebellious, delicious wanting. Shameless, unapologetic claiming of what's true for you. There's a similar exercise in the book Unbound by Kasia Urbaniak. It's called something like the bad girl list. Like making a list of everything you would do if you allowed yourself to be a quote-unquote bad girl. And that doesn't matter if you're non-binary, if you're a man, but the archetype of the bad girl, like the naughty little girl, what would you do from there? Now, I made that list and it was so empowering and I'm going to read uh, parts of it to you. But first, I want you to know that you might not be in a place where you're ready to make that list if you might not let yourself do it. I know that for the longest time I didn't let myself go there because I was like, this is wrong. I shouldn't want these things. I should want what I have. I shouldn't, you know, it's it's wrong to, to say these things out loud because it would upset the people in my life. It would upset, like, if they knew, if only they knew that I think this way, they would think less of me. If you can, I want you to find the courage in you to put that aside and keep it a secret. You can even burn it, shred it afterwards if you want. No one has to see this list. It's just to get it out of you and onto paper. I'm not going to read the naughtiest parts of my list, of course, because that's that belongs to me. That's private, but I'm going to give you some examples. The first item on the list is I never want to spend another winter in Quebec unless I choose to. I want to go live and work in different sunny locations. California comes to mind, but for next winter, I'm actually seriously considering Mexico. So if you have recommendations of nice places to, to, to live in in Mexico, let me know. I have loved Mexico City, but I don't want to be in such a big city. Uh, so reach out if you have pointers here. Okay, next on the list. I want to have luxurious amounts of time to read. And I've been doing that. I've been doing that in the last few weeks. Like, 
I have I no longer have a TV because my ex it was it belonged to my ex so he left with it and I didn't buy a new one I don't want to have a TV not to say that I'm not going to watch TV anymore but I'm going to do so on my laptop I want to make the experience of watching TV less comfortable so that it's not like easy for me to do it so that I will be more likely to prioritize reading so I want to have luxurious amounts of time to read right now by the way I'm reading existential kink and it's so good it's about finding like erotic pleasure in the parts of you that you are ashamed of and that you don't like it's not well written in my opinion but it it is having a big effect on me so definitely recommend now next on the list I want to have less stuff in my house that's that's one I can tick I did the massive cleanup and decluttering It lasted two weeks. I got rid of bags and bags of stuff. I still have boxes of stuff I need to to bring to the um, Salvation Army or something like that. Um, I love the space I have created. It's so much more spacious, so much more minimalist. It's not minimalist. I'm I'm not a minimalist kind of gal, but... It, it's easier to breathe, there's less stuff, and I've been keeping it clean, which is another item on my list, is I want to keep my home clean, and it's actually been really easy, which is funny, because if you knew me, you would know I am quite a messy, well, I have always been quite a messy person, but I feel like that has shifted massively, And I really care now about taking the time to clean. Uh, Same thing with uh, my face. And it sounds weird, but there's an item on my list is I want to find a way to take care of my face that's simple and makes me feel good. Um, I have issues with my skin and I also have facial hair that gets on my nerves every time I see my face in a photograph I I see the facial hair and I don't like it so I went to a laser removal clinic and you know it had been getting on my nerves for a while but I was not taking action I was just kind of like oh it's annoying helpless sort of uh behavior so I just took a uh, an appointment and started the process. It's like a year-long process because you have to go every month for a while. Um, and I got skincare products, fancy skincare products, and I'm really taking the time every morning and every evening to, uh, again, like luxuriously take care of my skin. And I definitely have to reparent myself in this process because there's like a a lazy part of me that says, no, we don't want to. We just want to go to bed. It's boring. And I and I hear my myself tell myself, no, Marie, let's just take five minutes. Come on, like almost take myself by the hand and and bring me to, to the mirror to do it. Uh, and it's been beautiful to watch. It makes me think of uh, Judith Gatton. Uh, she's a style coach and she talks about the uh, disrobing ritual. How when you undress at the end of the day, usually we just like undress really fast and like just throw the, the clothes in the, um, the dirty basket. But she talks about like, how, can, can you make it like a disrobing ritual as if you're like a very important person? Because you are. And so that, that inspired me. 
Um, okay, what else is on my list? I don't want to set an alarm. I haven't been setting an alarm for about two weeks and it's been great. It's funny because I just wake up exactly at the same time. Sometimes like half an hour before or half an hour after when I would usually set my alarm, which is eight. So I wake up between 7.30 and 8.30 and that's wonderful. I feel super lucky and privileged to be able to do that. Um, I mean, I have made decisions that allowed me to create this kind of life, but still, I know that I'm uh, in a very small percentage of people who have this, uh, this ability, and I'm super thankful. That being said, I want you to know, if you're listening to this, that whatever... I'm stating here today, if if that speaks to your soul, you can start down the path of creating this kind of life for yourself as well. Okay, next on the list, I want to feel super strong. So I've been, I've been going to spinning classes and bar classes. Bar classes is like a strength ta- training, but with like a ballet bar on the wall. Super hard. Effing hard. <laughs> I don't like it, but I go anyway. I love the spinning classes. Oh my God, so much fun. And the kayaking season is about to start. So I am putting a lot of time in movement and getting stronger. And that is a priority for me. And it's not at all coming from where it used to come from, which is like, I really should do this. I really should take care of myself. It comes from like, oh, I want to feel strong. I want to feel good. I deserve to feel good. It's really coming from a deep self-love. Okay, next, I want a small amount of quality, colorful clothes. And I want to get rid of all the clothes I have had for 10 plus years. Look, in my family, we like to keep stuff for a long time. My parents, they've, they have a lot of money, but they wear the same shirts that they used to 30 years ago. Like, I don't get it. We're, it's just, I think, how my parents have been brought up. They come from uh, poor upbringing and <laughs> they're, they're, they want to use up the stuff until it has holes in it. But I want to, you know, I want to get rid of my old underwear. I want to get rid of like the jeans that make me feel like I'm a boring middle-aged woman. I want to get rid of them. And I just want to wear the clothes that make me feel uh, sexy, creative, powerful. Um, It has an impact on how I show up. So these are the clothes that I want to focus on. And again, it's like easy to fall into the comfort of those old, old clothes but they strangely um, make me go back to old patterns sometimes. It's like I'm just going to dress like who I was at 24 and I just act differently than when I put on the clothes that really represent who I am now and who I want to be. I feel like I'm more focused and I'm more clear-headed. And that doesn't need to be a lot. Like um, I have a few pieces that I really, really love if you've seen pictures of me, you see the uh, the I have a pair of pants that that are super colorful, that are a collaboration between the sequel and a Spanish artist, and I love them. I wear them every week. Like you don't need to have a massive closet. It can be just a few pieces. Um, I want to cook as little as possible while still eating really healthy. So yes, I've been doing this. So I've been 
uh, buying those bags of pre-made salad and I just um, throw that in a bowl and I buy also fresh vegetables I cut them up and I add them to the to the mix and it's it takes me like 20 minutes max while I listen to a podcast and it's super healthy it's not the best for the environment those those plastic bags but you know it's a compromise that I am making because I really really hate to cook and I want to focus on my joy so that's one of the solutions I've found and I've also found uh, an easy way to eat healthy is I have a rice cooker I put some rice in the rice cooker I put a piece of either fish or meat in the oven and uh, I um, stir fry some vegetables and that's it that's it again takes me 20 minutes 30 minutes it's done it's good and it's very little effort um I want to take one to two months off per year that's a goal that I'm going to strive towards and I want to make between uh, $100,000 and $300,000 of profit. Now, in the last two years, I have brought in with my business the first year $100,000 and the second year $130,000. And I've reinvested a lot of that in my business. So either uh, education as a coach as a business owner and also uh, hiring coaches to help me enhance the way that I think, the way that I see myself and the way that I show up. It's been amazing. But now moving forward, I want to invest more of the profit into, uh, well, personally, for my personal projects versus for my business. I'm not saying that I'm not going to invest in my business anymore. Of course I will. Um, and I will keep investing in coaching because I believe in the power of coaching so much. It has transformed my life. But I want to put a bigger amount of my income aside for uh, my future plans. I've been really good at making money, but um, I want to get better at managing the money. So every month I have a financial date with myself where I do my bookkeeping, but I want to get even, um, I want to know the the lingo. I want to be financially savvy. And so I'm going to start by watching this two shows I've been recommended on uh, Netflix, Get Good With Money and My Rich Life, both of which are with people of color. One of them is with uh, Ramit Sethi and the other one is with Tiffany Alice. And both of the shows come with books that have been highly recommended to me. So if that's one of your goals as well, go for it and tell me what you think. Okay, so that was in the the um, lifestyle category. Now let, let's move to the work category. Now, I'm really excited about this. Okay, so there's three main categories, three main news that I want to share when it comes to the self-growth nerds and what's coming, uh, what's coming your way. Uh, the first one is, drumroll, I am starting a YouTube channel, <laughs> a Self-Growth Nerds YouTube channel. Um, I'm really excited about creating videos. The, the reason why I decided to, to start this, which for the longest time seemed, seemed like so complicated, but somehow in the recent month, it has, the seed has grown within me and has created so much enthusiasm because I want to have 
conversations with my community, with you. I'm t I've been talking to you guys for two years. Some of you have been listening to me from the very start and we don't get to talk versus in YouTube videos underneath the, the videos in the comments, you get to talk to your community. So I want to do that. And also I'm very visual and I love to, you know, I'm a very colorful person. And like my friend Rachel said, my personal, my personality comes through uh, a lot more through video. So I'm excited to explore that. Plus I have a degree in television. So <laughs> that'll make my, uh, my degree more legitimate, get to use what I've learned. Um, I'm probably gonna edit the first videos myself, the first 10 videos myself, just to uh, find my style, but then I'm going to outsource that to, uh, to someone else. So that's uh, one big news, YouTube. I hope you're going to join me there. Then the second piece of news is I really want to go deep. Depth is like my word, my keyword right now. And so instead of doing a six month coaching program, like the Brave and Bold program that I had, I want to do one-on-one -on -one with a smaller number of people. So I want to work one-on-one -on -one and see my clients every week for three months. That's what I've, I find works really well for me. And I see huge transformations when I work with people this closely. So you do huge fast transformations in their life, but also I get to hone my skill at a whole other level. And if they are here in Montreal, it's even better. And I'm also going to travel. I'm going to London in July. So if I can meet with my clients face to face, it's just a bonus. I did it last week. We spent the afternoon um, brainstorming together and it was, it was amazing. So one-on-one, -on -one, if you're interested in that, in being one of those clients, go to selfgrowthnerds.com slash coaching and you'll be able to book a discovery call with me and see if we're a great fit. I'll, I'll take you through my before and after process, see what you're feeling like right now, where you're stuck in your life, where you feel like you're not reaching your full potential and where you want to be, what kind of dreams you'd love to accomplish what kind of person you'd like to become. And I'm going to tell you more about how I can help you get there. And then you can make e e the best decision for yourself. Okay, so YouTube, one-on-one. -on -one. And lastly is uh, I want to have fun creating a bunch of more accessible workshops. So um, whether it be like a one-off workshop or like a short-ish workshop that I'm doing. I just want to create a lot and share what I learn and experiment. And so the first one that I'm doing is called The Courage to Start New. I've been telling you about it in the last few episodes. I'm really excited. It starts on May 29th um, and it's going to be an eight-week experience. We're going to meet as a group every week and I'm going to teach you my process to starting over to leaving behind what's no longer in alignment for you, what's been stunting your growth, quitting that and starting new in all aspects of your life, like I've basically almost just done, or in one more specific aspect of your life, whether it be your love life, your work life, maybe you want to change job, maybe you want to change career, maybe you want to start a business, maybe you want to do like I did, which is to uh, start uh, a, a side hustle, that will eventually allow you to uh, to transition 
from your current full-time job to entrepreneurship. And if if you, this is a reintroduction, so you might not know everything about me. If you don't know, I'm going to brag for a little bit. In 2020, I created a product with a friend of mine that we are selling online and in stores in Quebec. And in the first few months, it completely replaced the income, the full-time income I was making from graphic design and illustration. And that has allowed me, actually in the first few months, it was in the beginning of 2021. And that passive income has allowed me to make a career switch that was uh, super easy. Um, And I can definitely tell you about how to use your skills, how to partner up with someone so that you can um, experiment with ways to make extra revenue. And and it's been two years now. Um, Yeah, a little over two years. And the income from this product is still coming coming in every month. Not as much as it used to, but it's still a nice base. Uh, for me to have. So definitely uh, want to share my knowledge here, either one-on-one with you, or I might do a workshop on on that topic eventually. Um, Okay, next. So that was it. That was, these are the three big categories. So YouTube, one-on-one, and workshops, affordable workshops. I feel like I'm saying workshops like you would say pork chops, pork chops. Anyway, if you want to join us um, for the courage to start new, which is my next workshop, workshop, go to selfgrowthnerds.com slash courage. It's only $220 for eight weeks. Um, and you'll get to uh, discover the power of coaching. It's a nice way to put your foot in the door or to dip your toe in the pool if we're playing around with analogies. <laughs> okay, what else is on my work list? I want to coach only on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday afternoons. I've been doing that for a while, but I just want to keep doing that. I don't want to, I want to avoid having meetings on Mondays uh, in the mornings and on Fridays. I do it sometimes, but it's always an exception. What else? Um, I want to wait for a full body yes before I create another group coaching program like the one I had because it's a lot of commitment. It's a big commitment. So I'm sure I will do it again because I love the experience, but I really want to experience a full body yes um, before I do so. Another big change is that I now have an assistant and I'm really eager to introduce her to you. She uh, was a client of mine before and she's amazing. She has been allowing me to fulfill one of my biggest desires, which is I want to be in my zone of genius. My zone of genius is creating, teaching, and coaching, not editing podcasts, which is why she is editing the podcast, and which is why I will outsource the video editing of my YouTube channel as uh, fast as I can. Um I'm also looking at creating systems with her so that my uh, business becomes more streamlined, more um, easy, easier, more simple to operate. And we're looking into how she can get involved with um, my clients. So in the upcoming program, The Courage to Start New, um, she might be hosting co-working sessions or things like that, but you'll definitely get to meet her and she's wonderful. Okay, what else is on the list? I want to go on other people's podcasts. Yes, it's starting in, uh, in next week, I think. I'm going 
to have a conversation with someone very special on their podcast. And uh, so if you have a podcast and you want to have me on, let's talk. I would love to. I love to meet new people and I love to talk about what I'm passionate about, which is personal growth. As you know, dear self-growth nerds. Now, um, what else? I want to go to a bunch of in-person events and meet inspiring people. Yes, I am going to London in July, as I said, and taking the train to Wales for an event called the Do Lectures. It's like a dream event for me. We are going to do glamping. It's like in a super remote area in a field and we're going to sleep in tents and eat dinner around like a long table and the food is cooked by is is coming from like nearby farms and uh, there's talks all day long with authors entrepreneurs doers basically innovators creative people I'm like drooling talking about it oh my god I'm salivating it's gonna be amazing I need to bring my uh, wellies as they say my uh, mud boots rain boots (laughs) Because it rains in England. And I'm going to be able to go to London, see how it has changed. Because I used to live there and meet with old friends. I can't wait. Okay, what's next on the list? I want to learn public speaking. I've started, I've joined a Toastmasters club. And I go there every Wednesday. It's amazing. Uh, I've been going for three or four weeks now and Toastmasters Club is, is it's like an international thing there's so many all over the world and they teach you public speaking I'm really excited about that the place where I've been going has been super kind and welcoming a bunch of people from all kinds of different ages and different walks of life um, I want to I want to eventually travel the world giving talks so if you want me to give a talk to, I've done it a few times about the Pacific Crest Rail and how I've um, strengthened my tolerance to discomfort and what I've learned from through hiking across, like walking across the whole United States. And I want to do that more. So again, if you want to invite me to your workplace to do a talk, let me know. I would love to. And lastly, in the work section, I want to finish writing my book. I was going to add that to my schedule as well, but right now I think it's packed. It's packed, but it's coming. It's going to come soon. And the last category is partner, but I think I'm going to keep that private. Plus, the this episode is get, getting pretty long, I would say. So I will finish um, by circling back to what I was telling you about raising your standards. I have made a list of what I value and what my standards in life are. And I am giving myself the permission to, if I'm going to um, partner up with someone, that they have similar expectations, similar standards in life. And I also want to attract clients with these standards, And that's not to say that people who have a different set of standards or expectations are less than or or bad. Not at all. It's just this is I this is what I love and what I want for my life. And if that's not in alignment with you, then I wish you the best and I will keep on going. So I've got five of these standards here. The first one is pretty simple. 
Be a genuine and kind human being. The second one is be in integrity. Have the courage to be in integrity. And that means when you say you're going to do something, you do it. <laughs> it makes me laugh because, um, you know, I do discovery calls with people who are interested in maybe doing coaching together. And sometimes they're super eager on the call and they tell me, yes, let's do it. And we book, we book our next session and then I never hear from them again. And that's okay. I'm not angry about that. It doesn't offend me. I wish them the best really, but I do wonder how that shows up in other areas of their life. Because that is a lack of integrity in my book. Now, the third standard is to be deeply intentional. And that, that has different aspects. So being intentional about how you use your time. Being intentional about what you let into your mind and heart. And being intentional about the, the work that you do. That it be purposeful work or maybe the work in itself is not the purposeful kind of work that we would think of but the way you approach your work is intentional fourth standard is being serious about healing yourself and your childhood wounds instead of numbing because it's so easy to go through life just numbing, numbing, numbing with food, alcohol, shopping, scrolling. And yes, we all do it sometimes. But I expect myself to take my healing seriously, to prioritize my growth. And I want to be with people who also do that. And I want to work with clients who obviously also prioritize their healing. And the last one is cultivating a rich life and what I mean by rich life it's not related to money it's rich in connection presence love depth and growth that last one is kind of like a summary of them all but let me repeat them so my standards for myself and the people that I surround myself with is I want to be genuine and kind I want to be in integrity as much as possible and that sometimes that means having hard conversations and disappointing people like if someone asks me to hang out and I don't want to that means turning them down saying no if I meet with someone who uh, wants to hire me and I don't feel it in my gut that also means saying you know what we're not a match and being in in integrity also meant for me um you know, I left my seven-year relationship back in March. I could have stayed with my partner until I met someone else. I could have stayed with them uh, thinking, oh, I'll, I've got something good going on here. So I'm just going to stick around. And then if I meet someone better, then I'm just going to leave them then. But that would have been out of integrity for me. So being in integrity is, is going with what's true for me having enough courage to do so no matter no matter if it means upsetting people in the moment um so that's number two number three is being deeply intentional about how you use your time the kind of work that you do and what you consume so what you let into your mind heart and body um fourth one is being serious about healing 
yourself instead of numbing. And the last one is cultivating a rich life. And that means connection, presence, love, depth, growth, and I'll add adventure and new experiences. So that's it for today. Basically, this was my reintroduction to you about where I'm at. And I hope it's going to encourage you to own your desires and to feel like you are legitimate in having specific needs and wants. That's okay. Again, there is no pride in being low maintenance. And I really want to encourage you to put your foot on the ground and say, you know what, this is what I want. And that's not, I'm not telling you to get angry at the people in your life who are not giving you what you want. Maybe they are not able to, and that's fine. Maybe you need to go find some new people, some like-minded souls who for them, it's going to be easy to love you like you want to be loved. Same thing with your work. No shame on your work if it cannot uh, bring you what you're looking for. Maybe you're going to need to go look elsewhere. It's not about getting frustrated about what where you're at. It's, it's about accepting where you're at and being honest with yourself about the fact that maybe you need to leave and, um, and go look for, for something that's uh, in alignment with who you are and who you want to become. And that is what we're going to do in The Courage to Start New, which is starting on May 29th. Um, it's an eight-week, again, experience. We're going to meet as a group every week for an hour. If you have summer vacations, it doesn't matter. There's going to be recordings, so you'll be able to watch the replays. Don't let your summer vacations stop you from joining us if if this episode and the last few episodes have been speaking to your soul, you need to be there. I'm going to teach you everything that I've learned about starting over, about how to make those big decisions and about how to navigate the uh, all the empty space and the identity shift that you go through when you leave the comforts of what you've what you've been used to, what's been familiar. It's a freak out. It's a freak out. And that's why most people stay comfortable and miserable their whole lives is because they don't know how to handle that internal turbulence, which is what I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach you tools to handle that inner turbulence so that you can make any changes that you want so that you can trust yourself so much more deeply. We're going to get clear on what's important to you, identify what you really want and make a plan going forward. So that's selfgrowthnerds.com slash courage. I hope to see you there. And otherwise, I uh, wish you a beautiful week. And I'm excited for next week's episode. I cannot tell you what it's about right now, but it's going to be a really good one. Okay, bye. If you love what you're hearing on the Self Growth Nerds podcast and you want individual help finding a new direction for your life and developing the courage to make your dreams a reality, you have to check out how we can work together on selfgrowthnerds.com or message me on Instagram at selfgrowthnerds. My clients say they would have needed that support years ago. So if you're tired of feeling like you're wasting your life, don't wait. Get in touch now. And I cannot wait to meet you.